you you jumped in the pool yeah good thing i had my swimsuit on under your dinner dress hang on i'm getting towels sorry it was either drop you on the floor Can or you believe nobody jumped in with me i mean i'm the bride i'm getting married tomorrow everybody's supposed to do what i tell them right so i wanted everybody to jump in the pool it was teasing me all through dinner Sparkling like that in the moonlight. So hot out there. And the torches. I can't imagine why they didn't do that. What? Come on, Winston. I told you I had in a swimsuit. Where's Blake? He's smoothing things over with the resort staff and the guests you splashed. Who did I? Who did I sploosh? Splash. I believe it was the Amici wedding party on the other side of the pool. Here, tell. Thank you for seeing me to my room. All these floors look the same. I probably would have walked around till I passed out in the lobby. Well, it's not the first time I fished you out of a bad spot. Kinda did it automatically. You always were such a good friend, Winston. <laughs> my bestest friend. Uh-huh. Looks like you scraped up your shoulder pretty bad when they fished you out. No! I have a strapless stress. 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 I'll sue. I'll sue the suits right off of these... These... Just relax. Oh. And I bled all over your shirt. Meh. I can take it to PAX when we get home and show them I had an exciting weekend. Here, let me clean that off. There's still some sand in it. Dutiful Winston. Always there. I feel bad for you. Why? I could never feel about you the way you feel about me. I love you like the best friend I always wanted. But, not meant to be. I got that memo. Years ago. Before you and Blake got engaged. Before Claire and I got married. Shame Claire didn't come down. You two could have made this a romantic getaway. Uh-huh. There. I can't do anything about the patch of hair you burned on the tiki torch, but... You're always there for me. I feel really bad. Tomorrow, I'm like... I'm done for good, you know. I got the invitation. I flew down here. I'm sitting in the back. Question is... Will you be sober and sane in the next nine hours? You wanted a sunrise wedding. Whoa. Easy there. Which way is the room spinning? Clockwise. I I think. Is that good? Yes. Easy. Let's get you back into bed. <laughs> Do you have anything to... Oh, stop it. Don't go. Hold on, Winston. I want to tell you something important. What? You can have me. I mean, I'm too drunk to say no. How romantic that sounds. 
<laughs> I mean, look at us. The only things between you and what you've been dreaming about for years are two little bikini strings. Stop that. What is it? Why are you looking like... Oh, I am so sorry. That was totally wrong. I should do the right thing. That should not have happened and... Lucy? Are you okay? <coughs> oh, good. Great. Garlic butter and rum. Glad that's out. You feeling better now? I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm... Great. Time to get more towels. You just lay there and rest. I'll go scrape dinner off my suit. You know, Lucy, I am so glad to pass this job off to Blake. It's your laundry. Bail you out of the jail. Fishing you out of the hotel pool. Oh. Blake. Hey. My fiance. She's naked on the bed. Yeah, well. And your pants are undone. I was changing out of the puke. And you're going to tell me you were sharing makeup tips. What? Mirror. What? Oh, fuck. Dude, it's not... Get your fucking clothes on and get out. It's not like that, man. Yeah, you jumped right up and volunteered to take her upstairs. Couldn't resist making one last pass, could you? No, I... You've got a wedding ring on your finger, you fuck. Doesn't that mean anything to you? Blake... Seriously. Seriously, Winston. Get out. Do not show up in the morning. I don't want to fucking spot you lurking around the reception. If I so much as see you moping around the hotel bar tomorrow, I'm going to have my boys drop you in a part of this island tourists don't want to see. Go before I fuck you up right here. Fine. Enjoy your night. Fuck you. I swear that's how it went down. It's true, I'd been mooning over Lucy Patton for years, long before I married my wife Claire. I never entertained any hope that the professional, brilliant woman I knew would ever be around long past happy hour on any given night. But she was one of the few women who let me into the intimate details of her life. It wasn't the first time I'd seen her naked. Unfortunately, like every other time she's disrobed for me, her blood alcohol level was somewhere above flammable. So my first night in Ibiza, I'm walking across a four-star resort among young, attractive people. A 30-something man looking and smelling like I dove into a red lobster dumpster. Monsieur, are you alright? Can I be of assistance? You were at the Irving rehearsal dinner, right? Oui. I take it the bride to be did not quite make it back into her room? Nope. Perhaps, sir, you might follow me back to your room through the service hallways, yes? Yes. Thank you. This way, sir. Who am I? That's a great question. On that day, I was on vacation at an all-inclusive resort, there to escape my life as a state government information writer, there to send my best friend off into marital bliss with a rich, successful dog molester. 
That was the worst day and the last day of my old life. Where are we? Employee showers. Please, hose off here and leave your suit. I'll fetch some more suitable clothes for you. I have clothes in my... You do not want that stink in your room. More to the point, I do not want that stink in the hotel. Please allow me to fetch you some casual wear from our shop and I'll have these garments burned. Thanks. One of the best feelings in the world is a hot shower. You take it for granted like a lot of things in life. A long hot shower is like stripping death off your body. Full disclosure, I'm a cancer survivor. So a lot of silly shit fascinates me. Smiling babies, sunsets, a good bowel movement, bendy straws. Anyway, as you hear me showering in a dingy employee bathroom, I am celebrating my first full month in remission from acute primalocytic leukemia which is like the runt-of-the-hill giant family leukemia. Still, it's a hill giant and it beats the living fuck out of you. Actually, it beats the living out of you. The treatment beats the fuck out of you. Together, it's six months of the kind of shit you only read about in biographies of recovering drug addicts. More on that later as it involves long medical terms, and I'm sure you want to hear more about the naked drunk lady who just puked broiled lobster all over her. Big warm towels, loud loose beachwear, flip-flops, and a pass key to the only bar in the resort open past 2 a.m. The deep end. It's the small things, folks. The details that make life good. Hello, Mr. Palmer. You know me? I was told to expect a guest looking like he stepped out of the clearance rack in our gift shop. Nice. Welcome to the deep end. Hmm. Ironic name since we're at the shallow part of the ocean. Well, secret bar for puffy tourist assholes didn't ring the owner's bell, so... I'm the only puffy tourist asshole here? Slow season. Usually I get the place to myself. I can stare out into the ocean, read, study. It's a good gig. So what's your poison, sir? Down to Rubison. Rubison? Sorry. I don't really drink anymore, which sucks because this would be the perfect night to do it. Can't drink. I got really sick recently. When I got better, I had a bottle of beer. It tasted like paint thinner smells. You poor bastard. What kind of an evil disease takes away a man's ability to drink? I know, right? You'd think there'd be an Irish rock band out there organizing benefits to fight such a thing. I'm pretty sure they do. Huh. Let me try something, because I cannot stand behind this bar and let such intolerance go unanswered. What was the one alcoholic drink you absolutely hated before you couldn't drink anymore? I never thought about it. Look up at my wall here. We've got Jägermeister, Kiwi Schnapps, Sambuca, uh, some locally distilled rum that I'm almost sure has urine in it. We've got absinthe for golly out loud. Rice wine. Sake. I got that. Hang on. My dad used to drink the stuff. Started in the Air Force overseas. Hate that stuff. It's not the good stuff, so we keep it room temperature. Perfect. Should taste like backwash. Bottoms up. Holy fuck. That's actually good. It sucks, but wow. It's drinkable. Ha! The power of modern mixology. 
Steve the bottle? It is all-inclusive, isn't it? You're smiling, Chief. It makes a pro like me very happy. Tips? What? Gratuities aren't inclusive. Just throwing it out there. Of course. Sometimes the opposite of what was good becomes great. And sometimes that which was once great becomes insignificant. Who the fuck said that? Some drunk Japanese guy last spring. No idea what it means, but it sounded appropriate for the situation. Listen, you mind watching the bar for a minute? I gotta duck back behind the bar and refill the cheap tequila bottles. Go ahead. So, rough night there, eh, Winston? I didn't expect to see you outside the hospital. Yet you don't seem surprised. Nothing surprises me this weekend. Why haven't you opened my package? Why don't you just tell me what's in it? Because I can't, you know that. Right. So tell me, are you going to keep showing up like this? It was one thing to see you in the middle of a fever, but with you here in a tropical island staring at me like you're waiting for me to freak out, it's like an episode of Lost. I guess that depends on what's in the package. I don't want to know what's in the package. I told you, Winston, it will save your life. Right. But you're right. I can't keep showing up like this, holding your hand every time you're in pain. Then don't. Go off to whatever afterlife you earn being a lawful good paladin. Once you open the package. Open the package and your new life begins. I've been planning this for months. You owe me your attention, if nothing else. What do you want me to do, Parker? I've got a dead man's care package sitting on my bed. I brought it all the way here. When I get the nerve, I'll open it. Remember in the hospital? Your monitor went off. Your hit points went into negatives, lower than you had total positive constitution points. We rolled you a new character, a new life. All that old stuff is meaningless, Winston. All that's left of this life is to fight your way out of the dungeon. How helpful was your dungeon master bullshit over there in the sandbox? Did you get a saving throw when that IED went off, Parker? Parker? Mr. Palmer? Thought I had another customer. You okay? I'm... I'm good. Sorry. So, are you going to open the package or not? What? I asked, you want to open another bottle or not? The way you polish that one, you might want to take her slow. Um, yeah. No, I, I still got a few slugs left in this one. Mind if I take this out to the sand a bit? Okay by me, friend, but you know why this place is really called the Deep End? Do tell. This beach is known to drive perfectly ordinary rich men to get drunk, rip off their clothes, and swim out to sea. Most are never heard from again. Happens every six months. Really? No, <laughs> complete bullshit. But it is dark out there. I've been darker places, my friend. Yeah, sounds like. Take care. It was 3.23 a.m. The last worst day was just getting started. We all get the same contract when we come squishing out into the hot lights. We get a chance. There's no contract, no promises. Nothing is given. Between the time it starts and the time our lights go out forever, we make choices that can save the world, change it, or blow it into a billion smithereens. A billion smithereens. The story of Winston Palmer from inside his own mind. Coming soon from 3015 North Studios.
A Billion Smithereens is a production of 3015 North Studios. Featured in the cast were Frank Bedeni, Steve Cox, Stacy Dukes, Tracy Hall, D.T. Kelly, and Ayub Koti. The episode was written and directed by Jay Smith, engineered by Michael L. Stokes on Reaper with plugins from Stillwell Audio and Liquid Sonics. Music for the episode was furnished via the Creative Commons license by Josh Woodward and Michael L. Stokes. This show is dedicated to everyone swimming for brighter days despite the absence of sun. It's a silence.